No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode one nineteen. I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with my co-host, uh, the Dragon King, T Money, Big T, Sweet T, Black Merlin, and the HNIC, or you may know him as Sir Cusselot. Travis Pointer. What's happening? I'll let you get away with that one time. One time. Well, something that I'm not going to get away with one time, or you're not going to get away with one time, I should say, is slide into Sasha's DMs because it's about that time. <clears throat> yes. Sir. And uh, what, while Travis is looking for panda gifts, we are going to talk about what is going on right now on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, the Twitter, or I'm sorry, not the Twitter, the Facebook page for WWE 2K and 2K has been hacked by some dude named Nublom, and it is getting fucking crazy. Like, he was just saying a bunch of ridiculous shit. Then he changed their profile picture to AEW. He changed their banner to Chris Benoit Hall of Fame. And Travis just screenshot and posted before it got deleted. Uh, a post that he made saying that they weren't ready and it's a picture of Paige getting a cum shot from one of her sex tapes. This dude is out here just straight fucking the internet up right now. And I am absolutely loving it as awful as it is. Oh, yeah. Out of control. And I love it. <laughs> All right. Um, in other news and rumors, stuff Travis doesn't care about, Sinkara asked for his release. Panned on a rocking chair. Rocking horse. Panned on a rocking horse. Still no response, correct? No, not yet. Not yet. We'll get it, though. We'll get it. Did Did anyone ever, uh, you know, bring you that smoke when you said all that stuff you said about John Moxley? And anyone ever come come at you on Twitter? And I don't remember any of that, that, but no, nobody's coming at me on Twitter. What did I say about okay. John Moxley? Or not John Moxley, Kenny Omega. You were talking shit about Kenny Omega. Oh, there's no telling what I said about Kenny Omega. Okay, yeah. cool. Sinkara asked for his release from WWE after losing to Drew McIntyre in uh, England because apparently that was a straw that broke the camel's back. Um, ACH, I mean, honestly, or as – like just recently, I forgot he was still there. Now, I sent you this so you could watch it to make sure you didn't miss it, but uh, the artist formerly known as Jordan Miles, now known as Super ACH – and he said, do not refer to me by my slave name, Jordan Miles, ever again, so we won't. Quit WWE in a uh, expletive-filled rant after he felt he was not acknowledged 
post the uh, blackface t-shirt controversy. Yeah. Honestly, man. Okay. Like, it's just, like I said last week, I'm pre- was it last week that we talked about this? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even know you were there to begin with. So, like, I don't know what you want me to say to you, like, or about you. Like, I don't care. It's just... It, like I said, it really felt like you were just clout chasing, bro. So it was, uh, and it didn't work out for you. So you threw a little hissy fit and quit. Like, this is what it sounds like to me. I could be wrong. It's happened once before. But I'm saying this is what it looks like to me. All right. Sounding real juicy, small, yay-ish right now. All right. <laughs> Uh yeah. Yep. CM Punk. CM Punk is back. Yeah. CM Punk. He was on FS1. Back. Yeah, he signed a deal with Fox to be a co-anchor, I believe, on WWE Backstage, which by the way, if you're not watching Backstage and I have a feeling you're not because I know you have a limit on how much wrestling you will allow yourself to watch during the week, but mm-hmm. it's actually a really good show. Booker T's on there. They do a bunch of fun shit with celebrities and uh, sports uh, people and shit like that. And also, my favorite thing was, because Paige is on there, they actually tell you like, like how they feel about stuff. And Paige straight up said, I do not like the Rusev-Lana thing. Like, they're not here talking about, like, oh, this is storyline and this is why the story, like, no, like, it's like, hey, I don't like this shit. It's not for me. I'm not about it. Like, I mean, I can. And now, now it's gotten stupid. And we're gonna get into that. But now, <laughs> CM Punk's there. He's also back, I believe, on WWE's website, which is leading a lot of people to think that this is just one step closer to seeing CM Punk in the ring. And there's a lot of people buzzing and all excited because Survivor Series and War Games takes place in Shatown. Uh huh. And I will be at War Games, and I am super fucking stoked for that. So look for me and look for these Smack and Raw podcast t shirts because they're here, and I will be debuting them at the pay per view. Super fucking excited for that as well. We'll talk more about that when the time comes, but you guys can look for the design and look for the t shirts, which you will be able to purchase very soon at War Games if you're there. Come find me, shake my hand, tell me how awesome the podcast is, how much Travis sucks, and why you're glad I'm the host. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk. Or you can tell the truth. You know, that works, too. Here's the thing that really killed me. Full gear. Main event was an unsanctioned match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. What? Not half gear. No, full gear. Um, people are saying it was too extreme, too hardcore, and it's like, you extreme. Now, don't get me wrong, Travis. Like, there was broken glass and people crawling through broken glass, and there was, like, a giant mattress made out of barbed wire, and there was some shit in there. There was, like, a whole fucking sheet of plywood filled with mousetraps, which was actually kind of fucking stupid. There was shit, right? You say mousetraps? Yes, mousetraps. Like the mousetraps or the sticky kind? Correct. No, like the mousetraps. Was there cheese on them? No. Well, fake cheese. You know, like the... Ones with the plastic fake cheese. It smells like cheese, though, but it's not really yeah. cheese. Yeah. 
So that was on there? Okay. Yeah. People are saying it was... Trap. What? You ever get hit with a mousetrap? Like, actually, actually, yes, it yeah. sucks. Oh, yeah, it sucks royally. I didn't even yeah. know. Like, I saw it once when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh, it's a mousetrap. I've never seen one of these before, and I didn't know how sensitive they were. And I'm just like, oh, look at it. Yeah, yeah. It didn't yeah. go well for Travis. People are complaining that the match was too much, too hardcore, too violent. And here's my thing. No matter how Travis himself feels or any of you guys feel about AEW, because I'm not going to tell you how to feel about it, I am going to say this. And I'm not an AEW mark. Clearly, this is a WWE-centric show. I love the WWE and most of what they do. And I talk positively as much as I can about them. And I criticize what I don't like. And I have also criticized AEW heavily for a lot of the holes in their products and stuff. But you people wanted a TV-14 Attitude Era-esque product. You guys wanted more violence and more storytelling and less cheesy kitty crap. And then you get it, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's too much. I don't like this. You need to figure out what the fuck you want because they're giving you what you asked for. You ever notice that people who, the ones who claim to be the most um, the most hardcore fans of anything, like the ones who just were the most into anything, just anything, period, not even just wrestling, just anything, don't do anything but shit on it all the time? Uh, yes and no, because I'd say I fall into that category for horror movies, and I feel like a lot of people shit on horror more than us hardcore fans who really do love horror. Now, I love a lot of horror that hardcore fans shit on, too, so maybe I'm not as hardcore as I think I am. You're but. Not one of those guys. You're the exception to the rule, Matt. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> as you know, my personal feelings about AEW and their existence aside and the lies that they tell and that you perpetuate from them. Uh, oh, we're going to talk about that because anyway, you were supposed to go watch AEW this week. Let me finish my thought, colonizer. Anyway, so. <laughs> Just because I show up and take over one show on your podcast network, all of a sudden I'm a colonizer. I see how it is. Oh, man. What I was saying was at least they're giving you something different. All right? Like. Do you want them to just come in and do what TNA does, which is give you WWE light, just like shittier version of WWE? Because that's what TNA did. <laughs> did. Uh, and now I don't know what they're doing. I've tried know. watching it. and I, I mm. What channel are they on now? Are they on like Oxygen now? They're on Access. They're on uh, the same channel. Uh, it's owned by uh, the, the fucking shark, uh, Mark Cuban. Mm. It's his channel. Mm. With that's WOW cool. and, uh, and NJPW. Does that come with a um, with the basic cable package? You have to get that extended package to get that shit. I got it with my uh, satellite package, and it's not extended. That doesn't count. Satellite gives you everything. Anyway, like I said, at least they're giving you something different. Like you know, you don't you don't want to do the same exact shit on somebody else's shit. Like it's just you want something different. They gave you something different. Now, do you not want something different? Is that what it is? Because that's what it sounds like. They don't know what they want. That is the problem. These fans don't know what they want. They want a mature, more mature product. But if it gets too mature, well, we didn't ask for that. That's too much. That's offensive. We wanted a mature product that wasn't offensive. Well, I hate to break it to you, but most mature things are fucking offensive. That's why they're rated mature. 
They wouldn't be rated mature if they weren't gory and offensive. If it didn't offend you, there's no need to put a rating on it. PG is for people who don't want to be offended. Affirmative. AW Travis, did you go watch it this week? Look, what did I tell y'all about perpetuating lies to me and trying to fool me and trick me into watching this, this, whatever you want to call this lie that you are giving me and been feeding me for months? To quote you, to quote you, what you said was, I know that you lie. We will not be watching AEW anymore until I, the warden Matt Ritter, verifies for you that Luchasaurus has shown up on AEW TV. So what did I do? Not only did I verify it, not only did I tell you that I heard it happen, I verified it, and I gave you the fucking timestamp so you could go directly to it and see it without having to watch the rest of the stuff to prove to you that it was there. Then, after you fought me and fought me on the internet and said, leave me alone, I'm watching Gargoyles, hey, you got your Disney Plus shit hey, up. Hey, hey, 1,000 years ago, sir, superstition and the sword ruled, all right? Yeah. Time of darkness. And it was a world of fear. Okay. It was the age of gargoyles. All right. That's great. And November Stone 13th. By day. 2000. By night. 19. They were betrayed by the humans they had sworn to protect, sir. Was the AEW return. They were frozen in stone by a magic <laughs> spell for a thousand years. And the AEW Dynamite TV debut of a motherfucking luchador dinosaur. But then in Manhattan, the spell was broken and they live again. Seriously, did you go watch it? Defenders of the night. They are gargoyles. Yes, I watched AEW. Okay. And what did you think of luchador dinosaur? Luchasaurus is pretty cool. He seemed a little, um, how do I put this? Stiff isn't the word that I'm looking for. I don't know. He moved a little bit too slow for me. Okay. Still cool. Like, everything he did seemed to take a very long time to do. And he was like, why didn't you just well, duck? Travis, but other than that, it was cool to a see a fucking him. dinosaur. Like, what do you expect? Hey. Hey, nobody asked you for your input right now. You asked me what I thought. <laughs> you stay over there on your side and let me complete my thought. Yes, he All right, so dinosaur. So is the motherfucking Velociraptor. They don't move that slow. So anyway, I saw Jurassic Park. But clever girl. It was still fun to see. It was pretty fucking cool. I will give you that. Now, will I commit myself to watching this every week? I can't guarantee that. Did he remind you of Kane a little bit? Because he remind he reminds me of Kane. The height, the choke slam. He reminds me a bit of like yeah, the baby face Kane after he got Tory. Yeah. So this week on AEW, uh, John Moxley defeats Michael Nakazawa pretty quick, and then cuts a hell of a promo, basically saying no one's got the balls to challenge me, but I'm gonna put out an open challenge because you're all too scared to challenge me because. I fucked up Kenny Omega, and I'm motherfucking John Moxley. 
Then, as we were referencing, we had the Dark Order versus Encino Men, or uh, I guess we can call them Jurassic Express now because after the match, as Evil Uno tries to recruit Marco Stunt uh, and Jungle Boy says no, the Dark Order and the Creeps beat down Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy, and then so you Jungle hear the Boy, roar. Slightly bigger one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, man, I didn't know who was who, so cool. Well, Marco Stunt is the little one. Jungle Boy is the big one. Got you. And Jungle Boy is Luke Perry's son. Oh. I think yeah. I remember you telling me that. Got you. Cool. But you hear the roar and the music, and then he appears. The motherfucking luchador dinosaur taking out the creeps, coming to the ring, saving his children. It was a cool moment. It was good shit. Yeah, it was pretty dope. It was. It was. I'll give you that. Then we get uh, Darby Allen defeating the librarian Peter Avalon and Sean Spears. Joey Janela comes out and takes Sean Spears out of the match. Now, let me ask you this. Ask me. Triple threat matches. Technically, there's no DQ in a triple threat match, correct? As far as we yes. know. So when Joey Janela came out and removed one member from the match, that's not a reason to throw the match out. There's nothing really they can do, right? Officially, no. Okay. So Janela takes Sean Spears, uh, or as Travis likes to call him, Ty Dillinger, uh, out of the match. And then uh, after Darby Allen wins the match, he tells John Moxley, I got balls. I accept your challenge. And Darby Allen is one of those rising stars that they're pushing that they're actually doing a really good job with. Then the Beast Nyla Rose wins a squash match. Um, and then we get an interview with Allie from... Uh, Best known from her time in Impact. Uh, and then Awesome Kong and Brandy come down and yeah, beat down at. Awesome Kong was there. I thought I said Karma was there. Didn't I not say Karma was there? I don't know. I wasn't listening to you. Okay, then. That's why I don't you know tell I you things because you, you don't listen anyway. By AEW. I didn't give a shit. You supposed Brandy, to be sure paying attention and like, oh, Awesome Kong is there too. And she was with Brandy Rhodes. Well, see, I, I rude. Now sir. I just think of her as rude, unfair, unjust. What is wrong with you? Am I the only one that thinks of her as welfare queen now every time you see her? Yeah, you're the only one. Because every time I see her, I think welfare queen now because I, I love glow. I mean, I get you. I get it. I know where you, why you think that, but I don't think that. She's, she was, uh, even when I see her on Glow, she is still Awesome Kong. When they call her Welfare Queen, I'm like, who? Yeah, that's Awesome Kong. Yeah. When she came into WWE as Karma, I'm like, no, that's Awesome Kong. She, you saw she's scalping bitches now, too, right? Yeah. I'm like, man, that's unnecessary, but dope. When we were watching Full Gear, I had to rewind that because Kate had gone outside and I wanted her to see it. Kate did not like the fact that she was chopping bitches' hair off. <laughs> like, that is a cardinal sin. Kate was not about that shit. Oh, did she ever see that hair versus hair match with Molly Holly? I don't think so, but I might need to show her that. Show her that. Yeah. <laughs> then we got probably the best promo segment of the week. Chris Jericho comes down after winning against Cody Rhodes at full gear as champion. MJF comes out doing the Cody Rhodes entrance after turning heel and betraying his best friend, Cody Rhodes. They have an awesome back and forth. Duck season. Rabbit season. Duck season. 
rabbit season. That's what I was thinking the whole time I was watching this. And they mentioned Travis's favorite luchador. So we got a lucha dinosaur and we got a Hoovy reference. No, no. Let's talk about this disrespectful shit right here, though. You notice I didn't tell you what they said about Hoovy. I just said who the they fuck told is this MJF motherfucker. Who who the fuck is he with his disrespectful ass? I think you just answered your own question. He is disrespect. He is doing everything he can to get as much heat and be the biggest well, heel he as possible. Heat. Fuck him. Because he said, who's Hoovy? He ain't going to disrespect the juice like that. I'm surprised you weren't more mad at Chris Jericho talking about how he beat Hoovy's ass on WCW Saturday night. I mean, it happened. I can't, like, get mad at him for facts. But, like, dude, just tell me that you did not pop a little bit when he's like, you're basically me. It's like your parents got horny watching me beat Hoovy's ass on Saturday night and then popped you out. Like, that got me. I mean, that was pretty cool. If you hadn't told me that, Ho that they mentioned Hoovy, I probably would have popped a little higher. But it was still pretty cool. Yeah. But, but, fuck MJF. They both agree that Cody's... Bastard. Good, no. I'm, I'm glad that we've got a heel that people don't like and want to cheer and get behind and that they've actually got you to dislike because Travis likes the heels. So if you can make Travis dislike a heel, and by the way, talking shit about Hoovy is a good way to do it, but if you can get Travis to dislike a heel, you're doing a good job. So they agree Cody's the biggest jackass. Cody comes down. He attacks them both, kind of botches a scoop slam. It was a little weird thing. And then some big motherfucker named Wardlow shows up, and apparently he is the uh, Tyson Tomko to MJF's Christian. Oh, hey, I like that? Tyson Tomko. Yeah. Oh, man, he was useless. But <laughs> I remember him. He gets take. He takes out Cody yeah, and then hangs Cody with his own tie. Tom Cole in person. I apologize, sir. <laughs> uh, Pac defeats Adam Page, the Young Bucks, and the Pride and Proud and Powerful brawl backstage to the bathroom. And when the bathroom door opens, Orange Cassidy is just chilling in the bathroom. Yeah, I saw that. I'm, I'm like, dude, why? How? How? <laughs> Why is nobody else this cool? It's <laughs> the only thing I can think of when I'm like, why are you that cool? Have you, you haven't, because you haven't been watching, you haven't seen his whole gimmick and what he and does. I've seen some stuff with him and like him keeping his hands in his pocket, like flying all over the place with his hands still in his pocket and shit. But that's really all. Not even that. His whole gimmick is putting in the least amount of effort as possible. He super kicks people in the ankles so he doesn't have to lift his leg up as lightly as possible. He doesn't take his hands out of his pockets and just kind of jumps and falls on people. His whole gimmick is not putting in any effort whatsoever because that's the cool thing to do. The cool thing is not to care, so he doesn't care. He's my new favorite. And then in our main event, SCU defeat the inner circle and Scorpio Sky pins. Like and that would be like my favorite match I've ever seen in my life. That would actually be really entertaining. Scorpio Sky pins like, your AEW champion, Chris Jericho. What? Scorpio Sky pin the AEW champion, Chris Jericho, in the main event tag Scorpio team title Sky match. Black dude, right? Yes. See, I know some things. He pinned Jericho. He pinned the champion mm -hmm. in the main event. Mm -hmm. 
And from what we know from perpetuating that disrespectful shit. And from what we know from everything we know about wrestling, that means Scorpio Sky is now the number one contender for the AEW clearly, championship. Clearly, that's how that works. That's how that works. Yeah. You pin the champ, you'll be number one contender for the championship. He will face him at the next pay-per-view. He'll lose, but he'll face him at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. We're going to do the rest of the show a little different because I feel like after all that, we're going to run a little long, and I don't want to. So uh, SmackDown Raw or NXT, what's next, Travis? Uh, SmackDown. All right. Uh, let's talk about this. First off, is Bear born. around? Moving on. Raw. No, no. Is Bear around? I want to congratulate him. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news here on the Smack and a Raw podcast. If you guys did not know, this is Bear, and Bear did the voiceover for Baron Corbin's terrible Roman Reigns dog squeaking, barking bullshit at the opening of SmackDown. Travis, how much did Bear get paid for that contract? Not nearly enough. Not nearly enough. Nearly enough. They still owe me money, actually. Uh, yeah, no, that was garbage. The whole, like, I know some people thought, like, the Bulldog mascot thing was funny. I wasn't about it. Led to the tag team match. Chad Gable looks like shit. And the Shorty G fucking, I, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. His in-ring work is great. The match was good. Ali and Gable worked together. Don't be surprised if you see Ali and Gable as a tag team in the tag team division now. Probably. Because I'm betting that's where they're going to go. But it was all pointless. They won the match. They stayed on the Survivor Series team. It was what it was. I was bored. Uh, we got a new universal title, and it's blue. No shit. Still bored. Hold on. <laughs> did you hear what Bray Wyatt said, though? No, I wasn't listening. What did he say? Okay. I was on Twitter, and I went back and got to re-listen to it. When he said the magic words after he turned into a magician, he said, Alakazam, Alakazim, your parents are liars, so just let me in. <laughs> and then he changed the title blue. Yeah, no bullshit. He slipped that past everybody. Just slid that in there. That's funny. That's funny. Dude is the shit. Like um, this well, like the title, like, I hate they made such a big deal out of this, though. Like, Tim, like, you know, a new title. We knew they were just going to take the same fucking title and make it blue. Like, who didn't know that? <laughs> a lot of people thought he was getting a custom title. A lot of people thought he was getting a custom title. Because he's a special once character. In life. That's not true. When else has it happened besides with Stone Cold? Uh, John Cena and the Spinner Belt and the oh. Spinner US Belt and oh. the Rated R Superstar Spinner Belt. So, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, you're telling me. That your your frame of reference here, besides the smoking skull belt, I mean, you know, that's the one I was thinking of. Is John Cena. Yes. That Twice. is your frame of reference. Twice. It's fact, Travis. You can't deny fact. He had two custom belts, and then Edge customized his custom belt to make it custom for Edge. And that is reference for you to justify the fact <laughs> they would give Bray Wyatt his own custom belt. Yes. Oh, and uh, Naomi like, had the glow belt. I really have forgot about the John Cena thing. You know I blocked John Cena shit out of my head. That don't count to me. But Naomi had the glow belt. That was the same belt. She just put lights on it. 
It's still custom. No, 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 no. They didn't give her a customized belt. They gave her a belt and she put lights on it. That's different. She customized her own shit. Exactly. She just showed up one day like, hey, I got lights on my belt and I'll deal with it. So anyway, this led to our main event of the show where Daniel Bryan is on Miz TV. This was actually really good back and forth, and I enjoyed it between Bray and the Firefly Funhouse and the Miz, where Bray is telling him, come play with me, and he's saying no, and then all the Fireflies are like, or all the puppets are like, yes, and he says no, and they say yes, and he says no, all leading to Duck the season. Fiend Bray Wyatt. Rabbit season. Versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal title at Survivor Series. Because, honestly, were you going to do Bray Wyatt versus The Fiend versus Adam Cole? Like, I, I don't want to see that because as much as I like Adam Cole, that's not a good option. So, I just, are we going to talk about, like, the Survivor Series card on this show? Because we were going to talk about it next week, I thought, because Survivor Series is I'm until just next looking week. at the way it's shaping up, and you know I'm going to hate this whole thing, right? Okay, because it's all tag team matches and multiple person matches. Yeah, it's all these fucking three way matches, and I fucking hate that shit, and you know it. Two singles matches, two three way matches, two singles matches. Oh no, I'm sorry. Technically, if you count the tag team, it's three triple threats. Yeah, two yeah. singles. Those tag matches are also triple threat matches, bro. Like, yeah, they t- <laughs> like the tag team champs are doing a triple threat match. Then they're doing a Team Raw versus Team SmackDown versus Team NXT men's match. Also a Team Raw women's. versus Team NXT versus Team SmackDown women's match. Like, it's just all these fucking three-way matches. You know I'm going to hate every minute of this shit. Mm-hmm. And to build up on that, because even though I know you're going to hate that, I have to say some of the build has been good. Oh, I felt like it has been fun. It's just. When it comes time for the match, I'm going to hate it. The New Day take on the Revival in a rematch for the titles because the Revival want to be the champs going into Survivor Series. But the Undisputed Era shows up and beats up both teams and leaves them laying before the job squad comes out to run them off because we are still sending all of our unused talent off to chase out the NXT superstars. Yeah, yeah, because they're, you know, they're the C-show. Who gives a shit? We don't need the A-Squad to go after them. You put some respect on NXT's name, Travis. Whatever. Whatever. They're still the C-Show. Then we get told we're going to get Nikki versus Bailey again. The A-Show all they want to. You're C. We get Nikki Cross versus Bailey again. If Nikki Cross wins, she gets a spot on the Survivor Series team. And Sasha's like, yeah, that ain't going to happen. But this does not happen because Shayna Baszler shows up. And chases Bailey away, but Bailey runs into Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai and Mia Yim. And then she's like, fuck. But then all the SmackDown women's roster, for whatever reason, come from the crowd, not down the rampway. They are in the crowd. I don't know if they were just like, hey, we're not being used tonight. Let's sit down and watch a show. No, they had popcorn and drinks they and were shit. prepared this time because it's quicker when you're already at ringside than if you come all the way down the ramp. So they were already at ringside ready because they knew that NXT was going to be on some bullshit. They're like, yo, we're going to be out there ready. So when they show up, we can just pop in. But at least we used the entire women's roster this time. And you had like big names in the women's roster out there. The people that are on the Survivor Series team, as opposed to just sending out like whoever. Yeah, go ahead. What big names besides Carmella? 
uh, Sasha Banks, Carmella. Sasha was Man- already out there. You don't count her. Sasha was not already out there. She did not come down to no, the no, ring no, no, no. with Bailey. No, no, no. When, I, when the big group came out of the crowd, she was already in the ring, sir. Okay. Uh, so Carmella and Dana Brooke are both on the Survivor Series team. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Tamina. So Carmella and Mandy Rose. And Sasha and Bailey. Sasha was and Nikki there. Cross. Bailey was already there. What I'm saying is you said you had big names come out. The only big names that you had there were Carmella and Mandy Rose. Come out from the back. I count Dana because she's on the Survivor Series team. So here's my thing. You're using so somebody Chad who's actually Gable, part of it. Sir. So is Chad Gable. Yeah, but Chad Gable didn't come down to chase off NXT, did he? No, they sent fucking Apollo Crews, the Lucha Dragons, or the Lucha House Party. They're not even the Lucha Dragons anymore. They're the fucking Lucha House Party. And fucking Heath Slater. That's who chased them up. Oh, and Heavy Machinery, heavy who had a fucking squash match. Yeah, who did a squash match. They had a real big win. <laughs> anyway, Sasha challenges NXT. Sasha challenges NXT after the big brawl. So we get Sasha, Carmella, Dana, and Nikki, which are four of the five members of the women's team, versus Rhea, Tegan, Dakota, and Mia Yim. Dakota Kai takes the pin because as of right now, she's not on the War Games team, and I don't know if she's going to make the NXT team. We will see. So she's a safe bet to eat the pin at the end of the match. Uh, From Nikki Cross, who then also proves that she is worthy of holding that spot, seeing as she never beat Bailey to get her spot. That's really, I mean, they turned, oh my God, I've got to watch Bailey versus Nikki Cross again into an entertaining segment and I actually used some NXT talent and I actually brought out like the majority of, there's not the depth in the women's division that there is in the men's division. Oh, yeah. So not too many, huh? So yeah, we know. But so, there's not really a Heath Slater of the women. I guess Tamina is the closest thing to like a Heath Slater and Apollo Crews on the women's division because she's the only one that's not on TV every week. Everyone else is on TV. She'll be back on TV once Nia Jax is back. Yeah. All right, Travis. Um, more Bailey on TV though. NXT or Raw? And... Bear says NXT. Leo Rush defends his Cruiserweight Championship against Angel Garza. That was a damn good fucking match. I'm not a big fan of Leo Rush's, like, uh, bottom rope backwards jumping stunner move that he does. Really? Why not? I don't know. It's weird. I love that shit. There's something about the aesthetics of it that bothers me. It's cool, but I'm just, it's not for me. But... I did love that Angel Garza went out into the crowd where Rush's wife and kids were sitting and then ripped his pants off in front of her. The disrespect. Listen, listen. In front of his kids, like, not just his wife, his children. Listen. Now, if because it ended with Leo Rush winning anyway, I think that match should have ended the way he tried to make it end because he hit, you know, he hit that move once. And then set him up and try to do it again because he was pissed because this motherfucker was being fucking disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, you go get get him again, that disrespectful bastard. But he blocked it. And I'm like, oh, that's so sad. But he, and then he got hit with that dude's finisher 
Yeah, and kicked out. And then he kicked out a dude's finisher, which I was like, oh, shit, you went to the well one too many times. Now you just lost your title yeah. and got disrespected. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Garza's feet were in the ropes, but the ref didn't see it. Exactly, which means another match. That's mm-hmm. They set that up for another match, which is cool because they had a very good match, so I'm cool to see it again. One problem, uh, we saw- one problem I have since he's been back. What's that? They need to let Leo Rush talk. If he's a heel. I don't right now they're portraying him as a baby face. I'll give him a chance, but I don't know that he's gonna be as good of a baby face on the mic as he would be as a heel. Let him try. My thing okay. is you you if you don't let him talk, he's he'll flounder very quick not very quickly, but he'll flounder flounder more quickly. You need to let him talk. Because he's great on the mic. Let him talk. So Here's the one issue I had with NXT. Basically, and I'll run down the list of matches to see what you didn't do, so what you didn't see, so we got our not good enough for Hulu. But basically, this was all a build towards war games, and we've got no development for what they're going to do at Survivor Series. We don't know who's on the women's team for Survivor Series. We don't know who's on the men's team for Survivor Series. None of that has been fleshed out, and we're now a week away from that. I know they've got a build to their pay-per-view, and I get that, and I'm with that, but there also needs to be some building towards Survivor Series this week, there wasn't, except for at the end, even a presence from Raw or SmackDown on NXT. It was all about war games. So I'm hoping next week, now that we've got that settled, like I said, except for the end. Well, that happened wasn't all throughout the night, though. Yeah, but we didn't know that. We didn't find out till the end who it was. Yeah, I guess. You saw Tegan Knox and Rhea Ripley laid out, and then you saw Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shavir and Candice LeRae laid out, and then... Uh, Scarlett Bordeaux was back there, which was nice to see. Uh, checking on Candice LeRae. I didn't see that. So we saw that stuff, but we didn't know who did it. And I didn't know at first when I saw it was Rhea. I'm like, was that Shayna's team that did that? I thought they – see, they swerved me, Travis. And that's what, I, that's what I did love about NXT. So in the main event, you have Io Shirai versus Mia Yim. I thought Dakota Kai, after the shit that's been going on, was taking everyone out because she was oh, pissed. Mia Yim. I don't know. I thought it was Dakota Kai. I was 100% sure that Dakota Kai was going to screw over Mia Yim and be the final member of the War Games team for Shayna's team and that she was trying to prove herself by beating the shit out of everyone. What? Which one is Dakota Kai? Uh, She's the the single knee brace sister. Kate calls them the knee brace sisters. Dakota Kai has one knee brace, and she's from Australia. Tegan Knox has two, and she's Welsh. Was she on SmackDown? Yes. What was she wearing? What color? Purple. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So they've been doing some shit with her on NXT that you've seen where, like, they said that she wasn't good enough to make the team, and then she said she was going to beat Shayna Baszler and make the team, and then she lost, and they gave her spot to Mia Yim. So, like, they had me fully believing Dakota Kai's turning heel, and she's going to fuck up that other team. Instead, it was Kaylee Ray from NXT UK who comes out and is the final member. And then, like you said, Bailey comes out and takes uh, Shayna down at the end. It was a good – they swerved me, Travis. I didn't see it coming. They fucking got me, and I love when they do that shit, so I give them that. Problem with that, once again, like what happens a lot of times, I got spoiled with, you know, the fact that Bailey was there. Yeah, probably – I think it was Instagram most likely. But yeah. it's fine. I'm always happy to see more Bailey. Did you see uh, Finn Balor's promo? I did. 
So this was just Johnny Gargano's not going to be medically cleared, and we got to find someone for Finn Balor to take on at the pay-per-view. So we're going to put Matt Riddle in there, and it led to Matt Riddle getting kicked off the War Games team. Yeah. So now he'll be taking on Balor. Um, Bro. It also got us a Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong match. Keith Lee. Keith Lee won the match. <laughs> Keith Lee pinned the North American champion, which damn right he did. means which, which means, means North American title match. Damn straight. That's how that's how works. that's how that shit works. Travis hates it, but in this case, I think he's all right with it. <laughs> um Dijakovic comes down after the match when there's a big brawl to make the save, and they add Dijakovic to the match. So now it is Ciampa, Dijakovic, and Lee, and they still need a fourth. Like an STD. Yeah. Uh, did you see Isaiah Scott? Huh? Have I said that before? It sounds like I've said that before. I feel like I've, that's come out of my mouth before. Oh, I got to send you something real quick. So you didn't say that, but you said something very similar. Last week I was talking about Tayanara Conti versus – yeah, see, you're already laughing. Uh, versus Santana Garrett, and you said it sounds like I just made those words up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was say, like, what the fuck? And I said you'd like Tyron Arconti. So here in a little bit, uh, when your phone goes off, check your phone. Will do. So anyway, uh, did you see Isaiah Scott versus Bronson Reed? Swerve Scott. No they kept chanting. So who's Isaiah Scott and who's Bronson Reed? Bronson Reed is a big fat Samoan dude and Isaiah Scott they all chant whose house swerves house negative I did not see a big old Samoan motherfucker okay um I think he's Samoan I could be wrong uh he might be Australian but he's he looks Samoan okay. uh did you see Pete Dunn versus Killian Dane I believe so didn't uh that priest dude come out so they ripped off the Saint, Travis. Let's be honest. They named him Priest. He does a cross power bomb. They basically ripped off the Saint. Oh, hello. Yes, Tayanara Conti. Okay. And her catchphrase is Latinas do it better. And when she says it, she means everything. I'm not going to say she's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just say. From my Florida days, fucking with a Latina, I almost died. We're gonna, yeah, we we could share stories. Anyway, we get in, we get a big brawl. The match what never happens. You, you sleep before? No. Yeah, man, it's crazy, man, because you can't really even break up with him either. You just got to run. You got to move to Texas. But go ahead. What are you saying? We got a big brawl. Priest comes out on top, whereas I'm gonna refer to him as the Saint because they basically stole my character and they made him a fucking archer, and I'm pissed. Why would they do that? Uh, so it looks like the only thing not good enough for Hulu on NXT this week was Isaiah Scott versus the Bronson Reed, and that means they just cut down a bunch of the other matches that you watched. Well, you said there was some shit with that. With, I told you I ain't seen something that happened with that girl I like. Somebody was checking on somebody. I'm like, I didn't see that shit. Oh, it was a backstage thing. Yeah, they cut out one of the backstage things too then. Yeah, they had Shayna's two besties knocked out and Candice LeRae knocked out. And then Scarlett Bordeaux was back there kind of checking on her. Yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, so that was also not good enough for Hulu. Monday Night Raw. Fuck. Uh -huh. All right, let's just fucking Lana Rusev thing. Like, I've tried to be like, no, oh, it's a soap thing. opera. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was funny at first. Like, that's the thing. It was 
funny to me. I didn't think it was good. It was funny to me at first. And then this past Monday happened. It's not funny anymore, Matt. Oh, no, I'm with you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is I've tried to give it credit, be like, you know, it's entertaining. It's funny. They're, they're showcasing Bobby Lashley and Rusev, who otherwise they wouldn't be doing shit with, in the main feud. Oh, it's a soap opera. Wrestling's a soap opera. This last week was fucking terrible. And here's the thing. It's not because Lana said she was pregnant and then said she wasn't pregnant because that had the internet in an uproar. And I don't know why, because I feel like you guys don't understand that wrestling is a goddamn TV show. And every time you watch a TV, like breaking news on Game of Thrones, old girl wasn't really pregnant at the Red Wedding. They didn't really murder her baby. Like, she's acting. Yeah, basically. Like Lana is playing a shitty character. So if you were pissed off that Lana lied about being pregnant, then Lana did a good wait, job. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. That's what they're pissed about? Yes. I misunderstood what you said because I thought you I thought you were saying they were pissed about the story of her complaining she was pregnant and not being pregnant. No, people are pissed that she's not really pregnant. They're pissed that she said she was pregnant and wasn't. And what it is is, and this part I understand, there are women out there who have had trouble getting pregnant, who have had miscarriages and things like that, and they're upset that WWE would have someone say they were pregnant and then be lying about it because they feel like that is an insult to them and a struggle that they've gone through. And that part, I, to an extent understand, but also it is TV with that. But what you like you said, it's TV and as someone who has had that happen to him before. Yeah. Um, listen, it's evil. It's fucked up. And, you know, for all this time, I was just like, you know, I still love Lana. I still give it a dig. I still let her touch it. Not anymore. See, I was hoping she was pregnant and we were going to do a not the father thing. Like, I wanted it to not be Bobby Lashley's baby Bro. and not Rusev's baby. I told you I wanted this a while ago and I still want a full episode of Maury and find out who's Lana's baby daddy. Yes. And even though everyone seems to fucking hate him, let Jerry the King Lawler do it on the King's court. Because who's better for a Maury Povich segment than motherfucking Jerry the you King You are Lawler? absolutely right, sir. You are right. That was, I'm with you today. It might be because I'm fucking drunk as shit, but I'm with you right now. Let Jerry the King Lawler host the King's Court and find out who's Lana's baby daddy. Since we won't do it with Maria, because they had that all out there. And then her husband quit. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah, he, he he well he asked for his release. Oh, See, I remember that. Yeah. There's two there's two ways to go about this. You can be like, "Hey WWE, I'm not happy. I want to go work independence because you're not using me. Can you please release me?" That's the Mike Knox way. Or you could go about it the ACH way and be like, "Fuck this racist ass company. Fuck those fucking crackers and all the shit they did for the culture. I quit. Fuck out. Peace." Yeah, that was for himself. But <laughs> However, Back to this Maury shit, because I kind of want that to happen now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying, like, so you bring out Bobby Lashley, you're not the father, and then Rusev's like, all right, cool. Rusev, you're not the father, and it's like, fuck. And then it's like, all right. No then, chance. <laughs> yeah, you could have Vince come out. I was going to say you got Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre that you could test to because they were both out there fighting for Lana. Hell, it could be Hornswoggle's baby. 
Because that's some WWE ass shit oh, right there. Great. <laughs> Who's like, he's not only Vince's illegitimate son, but he is the father of Lana's baby. Bring back Hornswoggle. <laughs> the fuck? Uh, we started off Monday Night Raw. Becky wants to take on all comers. She's filling in for Natalia, who couldn't make it because Natalia and Charlotte pinned the tag team champions. So now they have a tag team title shot or something along those lines. Uh, it's the Bukaki Warriors versus uh, Sharky, as I'm going to call them. Sharky, Charlotte, Becky, Sharky, Sharky. Yeah, we're going to go Sharky. Sure. Morrow like that. Women's tag team titles. Uh, Charlotte bothered me in this match because it didn't seem like she was taking the Kabuki Warriors seriously. And they're the tag team champions. Asuka's no one to fuck with. Asuka's fucking legit. She's getting fucking... Charlotte fits with the character. Yeah, I know, but she's getting hit by Kyrie Sane, and she's not even selling the punches even a little bit. Uh, it was annoying. But anyway, Shayna shows up, distracts Becky, allowing Asuka to win with the roll-up, and then Shayna's attacked by Bailey. She knocks Bailey down and takes off. Becky gets out of the ring. Bailey attacks her because Bailey will not be ignored, ladies and gentlemen. Just because we all think that Bailey is irrelevant, just because Becky and Shayna seem to be ignoring Bailey. Go ahead. I don't think Bailey's irrelevant. In this match, when they did the segment where Shane and Becky, everyone's like, oh, I want to see that. And it's like, oh, yeah, Bailey's in it, too. And they're like, oh, we won't forget about Bailey. But it seemed like they forgot about Bailey. Bailey's like, no, you're not going to forget me. I'm going to show up on Raw. I'm going to attack Becky. I'm going to show up on NXT. I'm going to attack Shayna. Good for Bailey. I will never I'm here about getting more Bailey. Yeah. Um, from no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, nope. uh, stop it. Uh, stop it. The OC are picking on uh, Pew Pew Ricochet and Humberto. Pretty Ricky is what they call him. Carrillo. Uh, they tell him that they need to find a third partner, but, oh, you have no friends. And, like, I'm thinking this is a perfect time to bring in Aleister Black because he used to team with Ricochet on Monday Night Raw, and you could actually use Aleister Black. What do they do? They use Randy Orton. And this was interesting because Randy Orton was just out there last week attacking Pew Pew Ricochet and Rusev for Lana. Here's the thing. That's why I liked it. <laughs> and I know a lot of people didn't like this because for that very reason. But that's exactly why I did like it. Because you know what? This is fucking Randy Orton. And he said it himself. He does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> so Randy hits an RKO on AJ, tags in Humberto to get the moonsault pin. He also kind of teases like he's going to RKO Ricochet, but he just turns Ricochet around so Ricochet can see him RKO AJ and then give Humberto the pin. Kind of like a fuck you for not trusting me, but I wouldn't trust me. It's one of those things, like, even like with his promo backstage and everything, he's just like, I'm thinking like I'm looking at this roster right now, and I really do think him and Kofi are the last ones left from that era. Are they, are they the only ones left? You look back. Who's left there? Because uh, Heath Slater. I'm talking people that they actually use. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So the thing is, you watch him, you're just like, dude, this is what happens when you've been in the business that long. This is what happens when you know what the fuck you're doing. Why are you that good? Like, it's just fuck you. I'm like, and it's like, He's not even my favorite from that era or even now or any period. But it's just like, dude, it is not fair that you are that good. 
We got to roll on. Did you see Drew McIntyre versus Sin Cara? Negative. Did you see anything with Eric Rowan and his squash match? Nope. Did you see anything with R-Truth versus the Singh brothers in the 24-7 title stuff? R-Truth was on? Uh, did you see Andrade versus Cedric Alexander? Did you see Thea Trinidad? Wait a minute. I think I fell asleep watching Raw. That makes sense now. Now I figured it out. Like, wait, wait. I don't even. I don't remember the end of Raw. Yeah, that's what happened. I fell asleep watching Raw. All right. Well, that kind of fucks up. Not good enough for Hulu. I know. So, I know. My bad, dude. Like it. Drew McIntyre. Now that I think about it, I remember that I fell asleep, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta rewatch Raw, and then I never didn't. did because I watched AEW instead. It's your fault. Go ahead. Well, at least you guys got not good enough for Hulu NXT edition this week. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated Sin Cara. Eric Rowan had he's backstage and he's talking to something and he's baby talking to something and it looks like it's in a cage underneath the sheet, but like the camera is in there with it, looking out at his face. Nigga, what? Huh? Yeah. So hold on. Then he has a squash match and he brings whatever's in the cage down to the ring and puts it on the announce desk, but we don't see what's in the cage at all. Weird as shit. On top of that, before that even happens, R-Truth takes on the Singh brothers in a handicap match for the 24-7 title because he doesn't know which one's champion, so he's going to beat them both, I right? No, either. The Singhs bail. Truth gives chase. First, they duck in the women's locker room, and they come out running with the women screaming. Then they duck into a dark room, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be awesome. They're going to turn on the lights, and it's going to be that room that Aleister Black sits in where he's all angry and needs a Snickers. But no. That's not it. Then I'm like, or it could be the AOP, and they'll get stomped by the AOP in their dark room where they're angry and need a Snickers. But no, they turn on the lights, and it's fucking Eric Rowan, and apparently the room that he was in talking to whatever creepy thing it was, and he picked up a fucking couch and hit them both in the face with a fucking couch. Go ahead. Did R-Truth get the pin and get the title back? No, uh, R-Truth walked in, saw Eric Rowan, saw the couch, saw them, and he's like, y'all look like you need some privacy, and he left. Smart move. But Smart move. However, this just goes to show big mistake by WWE. Splitting up R-Truth and Carmella. Yep. What the fuck? I agree. Also, why are we God damn defending? It, Corey. I blame Corey Graves. Why are we defending the twenty four seven title in a regular in ring match? I don't know who. I yeah. mean, but you know, it's still like you know, still got to wrestle. So like, it makes sense. And technically, you can do that because it's twenty four seven. So like, you can have a match for it, but <laughs> it's not as fun. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas beats kind of like when the Cedric Alexander in the twenty four seven. Even though they had a hardcore match too, but yeah. Yeah, Andrade beats Alexander. Uh, we get another promo backstage where they Black talks again? about some shit. Huh? Did Andrade and Zelina do the pose again? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't paying that close I'm attention. Again. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, Alistair Black does another backstage segment, and Viking Raiders defeat former NXT UK Tag Team Champions Mark Andrews and Morgan Webster. 
that was a fun little thing because they were in England to actually have the Viking Raiders face a real tag team employed by the WWE and not do a squash match and use some talent from NXT UK. Speaking of which, Seth Rollins comes out. He's not with NXT. He is raw. Yeah, I got you. We're almost done. Uh, Seth is raw. Imperium shows up and interrupts. Walter issues a challenge to Seth Rollins. So now Seth Rollins has faced both the NXT and the NXT UK champion. Um, Imperium causes the DQ. Then the Street Profits and Kevin Owens come out to make the save. Then we get an eight-man tag. It is Walter and his Imperium team versus Seth Rollins, the Street Profits, and Kevin Owens. An eight-man tag team match. I'm assuming that the Street Profits and Kevin Owens are going to be on Team Raw for Survivor Series. That's what I'm thinking, too. All right, Travis, spit or swallow Monday Night Raw? Uh, I guess I'll swallow it. Spit or swallow? Wait, what? Other than the Randy Orton shit, like, what was there to swallow? Compared to SmackDown? Okay. SmackDown, spit or swallow? I'm spitting it. I was bored as shit the whole time. I told you. NXT, spit or swallow? Uh, I guess I'll swallow it. AEW, spit or swallow? I'm spitting it. You're going to spit AEW even though you got Luchasaurus? If you're, you're spitting it because of Hoovy. That is the only reason you are spitting AEW is because they insulted Hoovy. Well, tell them to get some motherfucking respect and when I may not spit them. All right. Uh, NXT, you're swallowing AEW. You're spitting. So NXT for you, Raw, SmackDown, uh, between NXT and Raw, uh, which gets spit, which gets swallowed. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I got some good Keith Lee this week, so I guess I'll swallow uh, NXT and I'll spit raw. Yeah, I would too, because I was going to say, not only did you get that awesome women's ladder match and Keith Lee pinning the North American champion, we also didn't have the Lana Rusev bullshit. So. This is true. This is true. Like, I was trying. Like, I really was. And it was just because it was funny at first. It really was. And then it's just like, oh, this, is, this isn't fun anymore. You ruined it. Like, so, best show of the week for Travis looks like it is uh, NXT. Don't get used to I'm it. Spitting, I'm spitting Raw. Uh, raw or SmackDown, I'm going to swallow SmackDown, spit Raw, because there was some really good shit there at the end and the Fiend stuff. And then NXT and AEW, I'm going to swallow NXT and spit AEW just because we're building towards war games. Disrespectful bastards. We're building towards war games, and they've really got me excited for war games. Then between NXT and SmackDown, I'm swallowing NXT, spitting SmackDown, so I'm with Travis. My favorite show of the week was NXT, plus they got me, and it's real hard to get me nowadays and really surprise me and pull one over on me, so I got to give them that. Cool. All right, Travis, they can find you on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ritter. That is at, or I'm sorry, at Sir Cussalot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T. They can find me on Twitter only at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. You guys can find all of that WWE 2K stuff we've been screenshotting and posting and talking about at the beginning of the show. I put some up on Twitter. You guys can also find it at Facebook.com slash groups slash Smacking It Raw. Uh, come join us. Come check us out. Fun show or fun group. Lots of chats for all your favorite shows. Um, 
at least AEW and WWE. Nothing for Impact or NWA Power because I just don't have the time. I'm sorry. NWA, I know what it, I know what it is. Don't don't yeah don't yeah exactly. Me. Don't answer me. I'm just go ahead. I'm sorry. Super Flashy Arrow of tomorrow. You guys can find on all the podcast forms that you guys can find us. Also, if Travis did what he said he was going to do. Uh, and went and registered on Podchaser and claimed our podcast. You guys can now find us on Podchaser. What? Done. Yeah. And they could have found us there anyway. But you guys can find us there along with Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iTunes. And Super Flash Year of Tomorrow. Facebook.com slash group slash Super Flash Year of Tomorrow. Please go check out and like Facebook.com slash Creation Magazine as well. Where you get info on all of our podcasts. For Sir Cussalot, Travis Pointer. Wait. Monday, create your conversation. It's a biggie. You always want to be there. We'll have a special guest that day. It's not you, but we'll have a special guest that day. No, I'm just kidding. It is you. We'll have a special guest that day. Monday, noonish, a little before that, you're going to want to be there. All right. Man, it's a biggie. And now that I've been on this podcast, Super Flash Year of Tomorrow and Creation Conversation, I've officially completed my colonization of Creation, Creation Magazine. Yet. I will have completed my colonization of Creation Magazine. Uh, anyway, I am the Warden Mad Ritter. He is Sir Cussalot Travis Pointer. As he said, please check out facebook.com slash creation magazine around noon on Monday. For that very special episode, we are smacking it raw, and we are that damn good. Peace.